Hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back to the FLA Exposure Podcast. It's been a while, another week or so since we've done an episode. Shout out to Mr. Rodney Slade over there in Newfoundland checking out this episode. Good guy, good supporter of the brand, one of my favorites. Rodney Slade, you're the man. Keep slaving away at that music, man. I know you're going to be famous one day, so hopefully we can help you and put on a concert or something, but you're a hell of a cat. All right, let's get into this episode sponsored by our good friends at Matsuru Canada. Uh, Matsuru Canada, Matsuru Fitness, Matsuru Gear. They do everything you can imagine when it comes to high-level premium gear. We actually have a large announcement to make in the next coming weeks. Uh, we'll be announcing with them a, a huge, huge thing that uh, FLA and Matsu are working on. Super exciting and just to take our brand to the next level. So, so uh, should be really cool. Uh, thanks to them. So let's get right into it here. Uh, we got our amateur heavyweight champion, uh, Mr. Jordan Noseworthy on today. Super excited to have this guy. A very talented fighter. A guy originally from Newfoundland, Newfoundland uh, now living out in uh, Alberta Training Champion Gym with Mr. Alex Martinez and crew. Uh, very, very talented, put on a hell of a performance at FLA too. And, uh, man, the sky's the limit for this guy. So let's find out how he's doing, how his Christmas was and, uh, what the future holds for Mr. Jordan Noseworthy. Buddy. How's it going, man? Good, man. Welcome to the show. How you been? Uh, not too bad, dude. You know, had a pretty low key, low key holiday up here. All the family's back home. So, uh, you know, all that, uh, restriction nonsense kind of permitted me from coming home again. So, I know, right? Yeah, they're probably not too happy you got home for a fight, but didn't get home for the holiday. <laughs> yeah, well, I had like a little, you know, like week and a half after the fight or whatever. I went home for that, but uh, yeah, I was, couldn't get home for Christmas, man. The day I was booked to go home, they like uh, set in restrictions in Newfoundland again. So yeah, yeah, it's man. You know, we can talk about that, but it's like it yeah. Is, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. you're in Alberta, and you know nobody wants to talk about it out there, obviously. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of what's going on. Not a big fan, but like uh, anyway, we'll get into that another time when when we're not on a, a live podcast. But um, yeah, man, it's it's great to have you on. And and again, let's 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 talk again. This whole podcast, like it, it starts off with every single person for the most part um, that come on here. How they get into martial arts? Why? Where? When? The in like who? Okay, yeah, man, yeah. For me, uh, it starts back in Newfoundland. Probably I was a bit of uh, you know. Uh, a risky biscuit in uh, high school, my <laughs> early my early days, and uh, Mike Foley's gym back in Newfoundland. I was probably I started real late, man. Like started I was, I was 21 years old when I started martial arts. I was an athlete growing up, played some hockey and stuff all my life. Yeah. But uh, I guess you could say I was a bit of a, a meathead. I like to you know get into a little bit of too many fights that I uh, shouldn't have been in on the street. And martial arts definitely uh, humbled the heck out of me, man. So I started like I said, 21. And, uh, yeah, it's been since then just kind of using it to humble myself, grow as an individual, as just as well as a martial artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Michael Foley's gym back in Newfoundland is definitely where it all started for me. Very it was actually cool. funny enough. There was a guy I went to high school with, uh, Matt King is his name. And, you know, I, uh, I thought that maybe growing up, I was a little like tougher than he was. So he, he'd always told me to go try Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, try Muay Thai at uh, this Mike Foley's gym. But I always kind of, you know, it's like, Oh, well, I don't think he's that tough. So I don't want to go do what he does. I don't need that. I'm already tough enough. Yeah. But I went there at 21 years old, uh, full of piss and vinegar, as they say in Newfoundland. And I had like a 40 year old 
man half my size just wrapped me up in knots. He was like a three-stripe purple belt at the time. I didn't even know what jiu-jitsu was. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, uh, I think he might have submitted me 10, 11 times in, like, one roll. Yeah. Like, wow, what is this guy? What kind of witchcraft is this guy doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, man. Like, it's, you know, you hear that story over and over and over again when you're involved in the sport. You know, it's, man, it's just a, a thing that it's, it's, it's like any other sport. When you put in the practice, you put in the time, it's that muscle memory is there. And if somebody doesn't have that and they come in, it's it's that old analogy, you know, fish, you know, shark in, in the water, yeah. or, you know, how to swim kind of thing. And it's true. Yeah, I mean, for sure, yeah. That first starts for me, a bit of a meathead. Uh, I like to think I'm a lot less of one now. Definitely. Thanks to, uh, thanks to martial arts, for sure, man. I like the term risky biscuit more. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like, I like to, I like to live on the edge a little too much. Jordan, the risky biscuit, noseworthy. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah, we you know, I was thinking story. about actually your walkout, man. You, does anyone ever tell you you look like Daniel Day Lewis? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, my buddy Matt Kippenhock, he trains with me. Like I trained him back in Newfoundland. If he when he sees this, he's gonna die laughing. At yeah, they call me the last of the Mohicans actually sometimes. For that exact reason. <laughs> that's oh shit, yeah, that's man. That's you gotta get the big for your walkouts. You gotta get the big cape and shit. Like you're going. To, like, that's one of my favorite oh. movies, dude. Yeah, that's that's super funny, man. Yeah, Kipper's gonna appreciate that one. Actually, right. uh, the night that we uh, FLA two went down, he had just this poll up, and it was just like Joe or Daniel Day Lewis, and it was like you know one of those Instagram polls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, dude, who won? I think Daniel Day Lewis won, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what good friends are for. Keep yeah. me honest, you know? Yeah. Like, but that name is to me. He, I think, I don't know if I just, but I don't know, like, if he, like, randomly shared stuff on social media, but, or if he trains, does he train? Yeah. Yeah. He trains. He actually had a call. He had, I think he had at least probably 10 amateur fights, honestly, but, uh, one of those guys that uh, kind of like a Dominic Cruz situation, you know what I mean? He got a couple injuries mm -hmm. and uh, he's got the skills still today, but you know, he just, he's a personal trainer and stuff and he coaches. Nice. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. He still trains though. Like pretty regularly. Yeah. Great cool. guy. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of people like that, right? Like it's like, that, that's the thing. That's why I impress like to athletes impress me so much because you know, I'm an athlete myself. I'm a black belt. I've done, a lot when it comes to training wise and, and I know what it, it takes and I know what injuries, how they occur. And man, like to be a martial artist, dude, like, you know, jujitsu is one thing we all know that, but to, yeah. in, to fight and be professional or amateur and keep going, man, like the body, it's an incredible process. And it's pretty, to me, I love it. I'm a big fan. That's why I do it. Like, you know, that's why John and I are both fans, you know, it's, it's oh, 100 percent brother. How, uh, what's a big thing for you? Like when I cut, like we're talking about that, like the body, like how do you keep your, obviously what's your schedule? How are you keeping your body, you know, in tune? Well, I, honestly, man, like I probably don't do enough uh, rehab and stuff mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, I, I do some like stretching and things like that. But in the past year or two, I've really slacked. I'm like, I used to do a lot of uh, physiotherapy and stuff. You know what I mean? But I haven't been doing any of that for, like, recovery anymore. I've kind of been slacking on that. Something I really uh, am trying to get back mm -hmm. on here now in New Year. Getting, you know, going to see a chiropractor regularly. Yeah. Getting some massage work and stuff done. Because uh, I'm actually a school teacher as well. So, like, I don't know. I've got pretty oh, decent shit. insurance. But I haven't really been reaping many of the benefits of that. So, something I definitely need to get back on now. Because I'm getting, you know, not the 
I'm not, the, not not too old, but I'm not a spring chicken anymore, so I'm fine. And, you know, a couple little uh, banged-up injuries I've got from the past have definitely been nagging me a lot more in recent times. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like, I'm 41, so, you know, injuries, they just – I never thought – I always thought I was invincible. Yeah. Like, ah, man, you know, just whatever. And, and as soon as I – like, I don't know what it was. Like, me, like probably like 35 and then 40, I really noticed. I was like, man, like, this – I can't heal like I used to like, for, for <laughs> yeah. me, like – but I, I do you ever do like ice baths or that kind of stuff? Is that something you ever? Well, I never really, I've never done the the ice bath thing. But uh, I was pretty like honestly for the uh, up until I'd say about July this like this past year, I was yep. using a sauna like legitimately every single day, doing like these uh, just I guess like therapy recovery sessions in a sauna. My coach he has uh, like a two man sauna, so I was okay. getting in there for probably say forty five to 60 minutes a day and then i'd do two to three minute freezing cold shower afterward kind of like shock the body a little bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i was finding that real good but again i kind of slacked off on that and uh gotta get back to recovering man like yeah well that, that's the thing that's why i was wondering if that actually does work like I, I went we went for like a little polar dip the other day and and like i'm not a, i hate the water to begin with let alone when it's cold but we did it and i felt amazing afterwards all of my buddies know. back in Newfoundland, man, swear by that now. I don't know if it's just like, you know, they're all like practicing this uh, this Wim Hof breathing stuff. And I, I, yeah, I yeah. Least probably name six or seven of them that do these polar dips five days a week. They've got like, uh, they've either got like little tubs concocted in their backyards or they just go down to a pond and, you know, crack a hole in the ice and get in there. Get in there. Yeah. A lot of people seem to be doing it. I don't know if it's COVID. Everybody's just stressed to hell. and. <laughs> get to relax or whatever but it seems to be because all the people i know who do it are super happy so i'm missing out on something <laughs> yeah Talk, i need to start doing that in the middle of, of uh, our like planned events and just start doing ice baths every day yeah what uh obviously coming off like you know what was that your last fight like for us that was your first fight in how long oh geez uh first MMA fight in like two years, man. I thought uh, I was lucky enough to fight like, I think it was like oh, two weeks before all the restrictions kicked in back in 2020. I fought for a Waco title up in uh, Northwest Territories. But after I got that one in, I, uh, you know, I was on the sidelines for quite a bit. I had some, uh, some, some uh, personal reasons from that risky biscuit pass, we'll say that I couldn't fight. I was getting offered fights down in the States and like a couple down, you know, Florida. One was in Mexico, but I couldn't go. Yeah. Luckily now I've got that all dealt with, put behind nice. me. So I, Good, I can man. accept fights anywhere now. But yeah, that, between COVID restrictions and uh, that stuff with my, uh, my past, I couldn't really, couldn't really fight anywhere, man. I was just waiting for a show to happen. And yeah, so you're, that was my first MMA fight since June 2019. Yeah, it's crazy, man, how long it's been. So with that process, like, you look really good, man, like, really good. But, oh, power mic go out here. It's crazy. It's smelling like crazy. Here, but yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> Jordan knows, really. <laughs> but if it doesn't, let's continue. But yeah, um, uh, Fuck, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Talking about uh, first fight in a couple of years. In, in, like, yeah, in, yeah. How was it for you? Like, did you, like, for, I know, like, with the whole event moving and, like, you, it was just a whole thing for us. But what, what was the experience like for you during COVID? Honestly, it was, uh, it was a little, 
it was definitely an eye opening for me, man. It was my first time ever uh, kind of going into anything uh, like that, like a competition by myself. I felt like you know I had my my old lady there. She doesn't know anything about martial arts or anything. She's being supportive, yeah. obviously. I didn't really have uh, you know my coaches, my team there with me due to you know whatever reasons. But uh, yeah, man, it was definitely like. I had to face it on my own. And I had, you know, TJ and the boys there, but I had just met them. The only person I really knew was Mickey, Mickey Marshall. Shout out to Mickey Marshall. You're the man. But, uh, yeah, so he's the only one kind of, like, making, making me mentally comfortable, we'll say. You know what I mean? So I felt a little, I don't know, at uh, at first I was a little, almost a little tense for a second. I'm not going to lie. But then as soon as I went to make that walk into the cage, man, I just knew I knew what I was there for, and I knew I knew uh, yeah the reason why I came and what I had to do. So it was just uh, kind of like what's the right word here. It was just like I don't know, man. It was de- definitely an eye opener and kind of just like put things into perspective for me. Yeah. We lose power. Oh, cat's gone. I think you lost power.
Hey. Hey. Back again, brother. Crazy. Crazy weather. It's Armageddon here, 10 centimeters of snow. <laughs> we actually been, uh, yeah, we've been getting belted for Grand Prairie, actually, man. We've got a nice bit fall in the past couple of days. Usually don't get yeah. much snow up this way. It's too, uh, too frigid. Yeah, that mine's 35, you just said. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, apparently next week we're going into, like, we're going up, sorry, to, like, minus 10 or something, so that'll be great. We've been in a bit of a cold summer. spat here. Uh, yeah, well, let's, I know you're trying to get, uh, you're heading to training. I don't want to hold you up with this uh, little kerfuffle we had, so, uh, what were we talking about real quick? Do you remember? Oh, you asked me, uh, you were asking me about the, my first fight. It was my first fight, you know, over two years inside an MMA cage and how that was, uh, how that was feeling. And uh, I, was, I was pretty sure I was responding. I was saying, I don't know, man. It was, uh, you know, my first time ever going into anything like that kind of alone, we'll say. That's right, yeah. I had the support of set, you know, TJ and Mick and the boys, but I'm not – I'm familiar with Mickey. And uh, shout out to Mickey Marshall once again. Yeah. But, uh, you know, TJ is a great guy too, but I guess he's like the familiarity factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at totally. first I was a little like, oh, geez, just unknown waters. But as soon as I uh, started making the walk, I was just like, yeah, I knew what I was there for. It's just like same old song and dance. And then the blinders went on, tunnel vision kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That's, that's an, I always, I'm always amazed by that. Everybody has that kind of thing, that game mode, right? And it's that switch. Like, I don't have it, man. I don't have it. And I'm okay with admitting that. But, like, I love those the, when people can that zone, man. It's that zone you can get into. It's like that ultra ego. It's like, no, no, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I think the cool. uh, I think the ADHD might have a little bit to do with it for me, man. I don't know. <laughs> I could just like you know, I got focus. fully focused or totally unfocused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you did well, man. Coming in there with no coach, well, you know, not no coach. Like the guys were there and did great, but like not your regular coaches from you know home and like it was. Yeah, a, a that was one of the that was honestly one of the coolest things about the whole experience, man. Getting to uh, getting to know TJ and his boys, they were cool cats, man. And at first, they didn't really know how to take me. You know what I mean? Just had some random guy walking up to them. So I was like, hey, man, like, Mr. Grant, big fan. Can you corner me? He was just like, yeah, dude, yeah. like, you know, aren't you supposed to be the main event? Like, who are you? Like, some salt yeah, 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 yeah. Like, He'll tell you straight up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, that's man, the thing. Like, he's been there, done that. And, like, yeah. he, TJ's a guy. Uh, man, like to me, like he doesn't get as much respect as he deserves in this country. Oh no, not at all, He's, not at all. You no, know, but it's it's a weird, weird sport, man. You know how people forget things quickly, but yeah, he's he's a very bad, bad dude. Yeah, sure. yeah. What uh, for? Obviously, I didn't realize you're a teacher. So yeah. that's that's pretty neat. So that is that why you made the transition from Newfoundland to Alberta, or? No, honestly, man, the reason I made this transition is kind of, that's what I've been considering, honestly, now. I've got a lease signed until, like, June on this place with my girl. I'm thinking, I want to move to Halifax, honestly. I want to, uh, nice. yeah, I want to be closer to home, for one. And, uh, I don't know, between, like, I got the, some pretty good connects there. You know, I remember yeah. Gavin and the boys, and then TJ yeah. and the boys, so I'd have some good good lads to train with. A lot of good ba places to train with. Basically, just want to be closer to home, though, so I'm thinking now uh, by the summer. Going to be probably making a move back east. Beauty, man. That's great. That's yeah, the reason I came here. When I came here, man, in 2019, it was this place was popping for, uh, uh, well, they had that excessive force here. So my first year yeah. in, in Grand Prairie, I did 
within like one calendar year. It wasn't even the year actually, it was the school year. So it was my first year ever, like I just got to the university, it was my first year teaching, but I also came up here, I did two boxing boats, two kickboxing boats, and then two MMA boats. So like, that's why I came here, because it was just like the fight opportunity was just beautiful, beautiful. That's the thing, man, like, you, that's what you need. Yeah, and then between, uh, something happened in regard, like with that promotion, like excessive force, they kind of, you know, they had their own issues, but then yeah. between yeah. The, the COVID crap and it, like all the, there's been no competition here now, man. Yeah. It's man. It's, I think a lot of you, I don't, it's unfortunate, but it's, I think a lot of people the, who promote fights, it's hard enough as it is. So yeah. it yeah. just adds another element of bullshit for people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude, for sure. No, it's too yeah, much. In terms of the, in terms of the teaching, you know, pretty much can go most play almost anywhere and get a job, at least as like a substitute, which is yeah. what I've been doing this year. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking heading the back closer to home. Yeah, well, man, like there's so many people moving back here every week. There's like, you know, you've probably heard all about it, the housing. and It's crazy out here. People buying like little tiny bungalow houses for $350,000. And everybody that's moving here is from Ontario. Like, uh -huh. just which is what it is, right? But it's to me, there should be some goddamn tax on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm all about it, but it's just like now it's put the price of living so high, and, and yeah. it's a you know what it's like out here. It's this is not Ontario. It's a different kind of place. So it'd be nice to have you back here, man. Yeah, hopefully now. Like I said, move back there by the summer, and uh, if, if I was, we'll see what's coming up now with your next car. And I plan on. I've been talking to a couple of the guys at Unified and stuff, but I don't know, yeah, I'd rather yeah. uh, rather stay true to where i'm at you know what i mean and i might do one more ami bait with you guys or maybe we'll just make the pro jump or but in the next uh in the next couple of six to eight months i'm planning on definitely taking a step up from amateur to pro nice awesome that was a question i had for you because i was i was interested in that because to me man you look fantastic in there real seasoned and uh, i'd be interested to see you know who you'd like to line up against and, and what we could line up for you because yeah, I think that's a, a great call, truly. Like, you, you know, you look great, man. Definitely uh, definitely be more closer to my weight class this next time, though, man. I'm, I'm like, I think I'm walking around like one, 198, 198 right now. Yeah. yeah, so 185, obviously. Yeah. Well, honestly, I don't know how. I've been told this now by, you know, a couple of guys who should know what they're talking about. Gavin Tucker, uh, Wonder Boy. I met Wonder Boy this one time, and he told me 170, man, 170. You should be fighting at 170. I was like, dude, what 170? But I guess that uh, that Tarantini guy, man, he made 170. Jesus Christ, I don't know how he did that. He was just like he's a big boy. On muscles, and he's yeah. tall too. Yeah, I know, I know. I think he probably yeah. is taller than me, man. Like I'm six five, but I think that kid might have been taller than me. Yeah, that was a that was a. He's a big big boy, man. Yeah, that I don't was know how he made 170. Man, yeah. He's got bigger too. Yeah. But he's always been ripped like that. Like so I'm jealous for sure. <laughs> the commentator was like Joe Pilmer and the he was like, I can't remember what he said. He's like, You can inject me whatever you with whatever you like, but I'm never gonna look like that. <laughs> like, it's true, man. Some people are naturally gifted, and obviously he works super hard at it too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's it's some people are just that's the way it is, right? So um yeah, I, I, I come, my family, like, we don't have pecs. It's a, oh, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a funny thing. Like, we just don't have pecs. And, like, our 
it's like we're just not built that way and it's like all my brothers and my dad we all looked at no matter how much i work out i can't like i just can't do it so i've accepted it i'm peckless <laughs> i'm sure uh uncle chael could probably hook you up with a little diet regimen man get you some pecs who uncle chael he's looking at my favorite guys to listen to man i'm not any i don't need like podcast for him i want to know more about what happened to this fight him and five guys like yeah, it's all know, not, silent not come out, eh? not, not no. come out about it. no probably smart like and it's weird like the guys he beat the shit up didn't even like you know, in this day and age, it's usually like I'm suing him or whatever. Like that time, Joe Schilling smoked that guy in the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. He okay. smoked him cold, and he tried to sue him. But you know, truly, it's like you're not the videos and all this kind of stuff's there, and you're poking a bear, man. Just just walk away. It's mm -hmm. a different. Piece. All right, buddy. I know you're you're trying to get out of here. My last two questions I ask everybody: uh, mentors, people who have guided you through this whole process, inside and outside the gym. Inside and outside the gym, my mentors, man, I'd have to say, uh, well, the biggest one, probably uh, my little brother, even though he's not, he's not he's not with us anymore. I like to talk to him almost every day. My girlfriend kind of sometimes thinks I'm crazy, but uh, no, he definitely, no, uh, he, was my, uh, he was my rock man my whole life, so he remains to be from some, wherever he is, and definitely, man, uh, the guy who's probably humbled me the most throughout this whole little, you know, six, seven year martial arts journey I've had, that's uh, Mr. Martinez. And he's going to, that's that's a star right there. Huh? I think that guy's going to be like, you know, UFC world champion. He, well, actually, whatever he wants, really. That guy uh, definitely changed my perspective on martial arts and just what kind of what being a man is in general. Yeah, that guy's like the pinnacle of a man, if you ask me. He's a super talented fighter. Oh, and such, really a, such, a humble, such a humble, cool guy, too, man. Honestly, probably really? one of the coolest people I've ever met. Really? Oh, yeah. He's such, such a cool dude, man. Such a cool dude. And, like, you know, you can meet – sometimes you meet, uh, like, fighters or whatever, and they've got a bit of this bravado or attitude. Yeah. He's just, like, the realest dude you will ever meet, man. Just, yeah, such a – yeah. I can't say enough good things about that, man. I love that man. That's it. That's the thing. Where you you should be rooting for your training partners and your coaches. And then you like to me. Like I've been under my coach my whole life, and to me, like I want the best for those people. I want the best. I want to see my teammates win, and I want to surround myself with good, good people who also want the same. So that's exactly good. Or exactly good. That's exactly. It, fuck, I don't know. It's great, is what it yeah. is, and it's it's motivating, right? Like just to have you know the ability to train with Alex and who else is training there. Uh, we've got uh, one of the like uh, biggest Ian Stoby man. He just had his first uh, amateur MMA fight, I think, the like, BFL? a little, little under a month ago. He fought for Unified. Now that Unified. kid, he's also he's he's, he's probably going to go. He can do whatever he wants in this sport. He just turned nineteen, but he's like he's already a world beater, man. Beats the shit out of me. So that's so gross. That's yeah, insane. yeah. He's like he's jacked, man. He's, I think he fights he fights at one seventy, but he's like. We're around the same size. He's a little, little, slightly bit small, like smaller than me. Yeah. But yeah, it's just that's another eye opener, man. I'm like, God, this kid's like, almost like he's almost ten years younger than me. He's just kicking my ass. Just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> he's, he's, that, the sky's the limit for that guy as well. And then obviously, you know, we've got we've got the moose there. Isaiah yeah. Meditak, he trains at that champion yeah. too. Yeah. How's he doing? Uh, he's doing good, man. He's been working a lot on his striking, I believe. So he's uh, nice. you 
Yeah. Him and uh, yeah, we were talking to him before about lining up a fight, maybe too. It's you know, it's did did Randy retire? Did I I see that? He yeah. Retired? Well, Randy's another guy, man. You know, like all, all the skills and talent in the world and the good mindset too. But he's got the, you know like the lingering injuries. He's one of those cases, I believe. Yeah. As much as he wants to fight, I know, I know he he he'd probably fight tomorrow if you asked him. Yeah. But yeah, stuff yeah, never leaves people. Yeah. The competitive edge, right? Yeah, yeah, and he, but he trains all day, every day, man. That guy does. He lives it still. Sounds like he had kind of the coaching side of things, but you know what we like. So we came out there at Alberta one time, and I won't mention who we worked with or anything because we got greased. But we came out there and did an event one time called West Coast Chokes, and it was killer, man. And we would love to take the Kumite maybe on the road at some point. Like do like and because there's the thing is there's that's what kumites are good for oh, for people well, yeah, like well, Randy you know who who maybe not like people who who are they're still competitive they still have that fire and they're, uh-huh. they're injured they don't necessarily want to fight anymore but they can do jujitsu tournaments oh well there's a couple straight up killers in terms of just jujitsu up here as well just guys that you know they don't uh, do the whole MMA thing yeah yeah there's a couple real good grapplers up around here too man. Nice. Uh, one, one that trains with me would be Shane Miller. He's like one of the coaches at Champion. That guy is, yeah, he's unreal, unreal. Hi. Well, the cat's whining at me, I guess. It's, uh, <laughs> time to end it. Uh, well, we'll have to check Shane out. And last question, advice for anybody. Obviously, it was a, it, with COVID and all this kind of stuff, it wasn't an easy camp. And, you know, being a martial artist, you're mixing it with a, you know, full-time teaching job. How, any advice for anybody who wants to make that leap and, and – become a pro fighter or, or follow the path that you have any like the same advice i'd give to like pretty much anyone following any path you know what i mean man if you want something mm-hmm. go and get it and just almost have like this unreasonable amount of self-belief in yourself that's that's the way i've ever like ever achieved anything in my life you know what i mean even if it's unwarranted in some senses you just gotta all that cliched stuff that yeah. uh, this thing razzed on rock holds for that time believe conceive achieve <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Yeah. <laughs> but no, that that's actually such so true, man. It sounds it corny is. and cliche, but yeah, in every self-help book you'll ever read, and it's the truest shit you'll ever read, man, or you'll ever understand. Have and you I, read you know, be, Being a human being, you know, I fall out of that sometimes myself. I got to, you know, kind of wake myself up and remind myself, you know. But yeah. it, whatever you want, man, it's it's always yours. I love that. It's yeah, it's. Having good confidence is something that is lacking in a lot of society today. You know, it's because it's often mistaken for being cocky or arrogant and that kind of thing. It's a totally different thing. And being confident and, you know, being proud of your accomplishments, having goals, these kind of things. That's what it's about, man. So keep leading the way. You're a a great guy. You represent FLA uh, well. we got to get you a toque, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get the truth out in the mail. I got, and, I got the shirt on, man. Yeah, there you go, there you go, representing the brand. So thank you, and you're you're a great champion, man. We're we're very proud to have you, and you know, hopefully we can uh, line something up, a couple fights this this year. And yeah, man, I'm glad to be team. part of the team, brother. Yeah, that's it, buddy. All right, well, you have a great training session. He's off to train right now with Alex, and a little kickboxing session. So enjoy the day. Lots of love to you, man. And uh, any final words for sponsors or anything like that? Oh, man, I'd like to thank anyone involved with FLA and all, all the sponsors, all the staff, all the crew. You guys are awesome, man. Definitely you, man. the most professional organization I've ever worked with. So uh, glad to be a part of the team, brother.
Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate that. It's a lot of hard work, and we're, as you know, we're just getting started. So hey, it's uh, it shows, dude, dude. It shows doing big yeah. things already. That's I saw it, that uh, you were they were you ranked number five for uh, promotions in twenty twenty one. Hey, congrats on that, dude. Well, Thank you, buddy. Hey, for us, like I, lo you look at that, like people, are like ah, oh, it's not wrong. Like first of all, like you look at Unified, they've done that's their forty third event coming up. Yeah, he's yeah. done like fifteen or whatever it is. BFL's done seventy some. We've done two events, so and you're already in that top five, dude. So you know, that's it. So achieve, achieve. That's it. The yeah. mantra. The mantra. But you know, yeah. we we say that, and again, this is a confidence thing. We're not coming off arrogant. We we certainly want all these other brands to be successful. The more successful everybody is, the better it is for everybody. One hundred percent. Like I have a a good friend who owns some uh, Subway brand uh, restaurants, and I always asked him. I was like, like. Like, doesn't it ever piss you off that you build a brand new restaurant here and then McDonald's builds one? And he's like, no, we love it. And that's why it happens because everybody in a car, they're going to draw in like people that eat in different restaurants. What is it that, that saying, man, is like a, a rising tide lifts all boats. That's what they say. Exactly. That's what it's about, man. It's, yeah, uh, man. yeah. So there's not a lot of that in martial arts, but like in promoting, especially, but yeah. Yeah, word. I like that. I, I like that cat, man. Hey, man, fuck, whatever. Be real, like you said. All right, buddy, have a great session, and uh, yeah, we'll man, talk very soon. Have a good soon. day, brother. Take care. Yourself. Thanks for joining us. Jordan Noseworthy. There you have it, folks. Jordan Noseworthy. He definitely is a stud, Paul. A great guy, and uh, he's heading out. To Ken, thank you. Yeah, he did a great job. Um, very enthusiastic. He, uh, doing the whole process of fighting, like uh, him and Hank were both great to deal with, and, yeah, just he represents the brand well. So uh, anybody who's in the Halifax area right now or Nova Scotia in general, maybe New Brunswick as well, it's definitely snowing. It's snowing hard. But, yeah, be safe out there, everybody. Travel safe. Be kind. And uh, we are back tomorrow with another episode. Uh, tomorrow night we are back. All right, folks, lots of love.